With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome in. It is What's Right with Nick Wright, the podcast and YouTube show. It is episode 69. It is our week two NFL gambling show. Before we get into what we did in week one, little parameters if you're new to it, if you didn't listen to week one. We break, we don't necessarily break down, but we at least touch on all 16 games. We put them into four different categories. Stay away. We'll explain that when we get there. Be careful. We'll explain that. Perfectly priced. That's self-explanatory. And then the fourth category is our picks. We do five picks every week. We give you one. One of those will be our lock of the week. We'll also give you a survivor pick at the end of the show, and we will keep track of how we're doing throughout the year. And my commitment to you is I will bet these games that I tell you myself each and every week. So last week started off terribly. This show came out on Friday. I talked all about why I thought the Rams shouldn't be two and a half point underdogs. They ended up losing by 21 points. The rest of the weekend, though, I'm proud of how we did, even though we only went two and two the rest of the week, which is two and three overall. So why am I happy with it? Carolina, when we did the show, was minus one and a half. By kickoff, they were plus one and a half. So the line had moved against us, but in the direction that we were thinking on the bet. Carolina ends up losing at the gun on a 58-yard field goal. I don't think we were on the wrong side of that bet. Jacksonville, I know we weren't on the wrong side of that bet. They dropped two touchdown passes. Despite all that, they had a lead. We had them catching two and a half points. They had a lead, a two-point lead, by the way, with a minute remaining, minute and a half remaining, and they let Carson Wentz drive the length of the field for a touchdown two-point conversion. If they had just held him to a field goal, we cover that one. So, And then, obviously, Miami covered by a million Baltimore covered by a million. So we were two and three, but in my opinion, we were only truly off, way off on one game. We got a little unlucky on the Jags game. Even if the Carolina Cleveland, I don't think we got unlucky, but I don't think we we're on the wrong side of it. So I'm happy with it. Two and three is not great, but it's obviously not a disaster. And I'm I'm fine with how we did. We can deal with two and three weeks. What we can't deal with is one and four weeks, and we certainly can't deal with oh and five weeks. So the five games we'll be picking today are the following. I'm not going to tell you which side of these yet, but the five games we're picking is Miami at Baltimore, Cincinnati at Dallas, Arizona at the Raiders, Chicago at Green Bay, and Minnesota at Philly. Those will be our five picks. So what about the other 11 games? They're in three different categories. We start with the stayaways, and I explain, give you a little analysis on the games and why they are where they are. Demonze, what's the first stay away? First stay away is Browns favored by six points at home against the Jets. Okay. There's two games in this category that are stayaways for multiple reasons. The first of which being, you don't want to watch this game. This is a, you have, you, you wait all year and we start the clock for Sunday football. 
unless you have a huge lean on a game as awful as Joe Flacco against against Jacoby Brissett, I have no idea why you would ever want to bet, why you'd want to watch this game. Now, gambling-wise, that's not sound. Gambling-wise, you don't not bet something because you don't want to watch it. But for tiebreakers, I'm fine with it. So now, also, why is this a stay away? Well, I said last week that we were going to bet against Joe Flacco every game the rest of his career, okay? (laughs) But in order to do that, I have to lay six points with Jacoby Brissett. I have to lay six points with Jacoby Brissett. Not interested. So because I, I'm certainly not backing Flacco. I'm certainly not laying nearly a touchdown with Jacoby Brissett. Flatly stay away. All right, what's the next one? The next one is Detroit favored by one and a half at home against Washington. Okay, so the first reason this is in the stay away category is the same reason Jets-Cleveland is. You don't want to watch this awful football game. The second reason this is in the stay away category is I don't really know what I was seeing week one with either team. So we know what Carson Wentz is. He's going to make the occasional great play like he did in week one and make the occasional disastrous play like he did a couple times in week one. We know that. But is Washington better than I expected? Or are the Jaguars worse than I thought they'd be? Or was it just kind of week one, new coach in Jacksonville, some bad luck? I don't know. Detroit, on the other hand, is is their defense that awful? But on the flip side, is their offense that potent? Is their offensive line that good? Or is Philly's D-line a little overrated? I, I just don't know. I just feel like there are so many unknowns here. Plus, it's a gross game. I don't want to watch it. We're staying away from it. Next one. It's more data. The Niners favored by nine and a half at home against Seattle. Okay. So the Niners favored by nine and a half. It's your Super Bowl team. It's my Super Bowl team. I believe they're going to get it right. Week one, it was in a monsoon. So a lot of stuff happening. I am certainly not going to back Seattle. Coming on a short week, on the road, coming off that emotional win. However, as high as I am on San Francisco, I am not ready to lay two scores on Trey Lance. I think he's going to be very good by the end of the year. But I'm not going to lay nine and a half points on a guy who now was in a monsoon. They didn't have Kittle. I understand all of that. But in his one NFL start, they scored 10 points. I'm not going to lay nine and a half. I'm also (laughs) not going to back Seattle, who might be as bad as people thought they were going to be. They were not. They scored zero points second half. And people are maybe slightly now overrating them a bit because they're overrating the Broncos. Like, ah, they're bad. So so to me, that is a vintage stay away game. I'm not. If I had to bet a side, I'd bet the Niners. But I don't want to lay nine and a half points with Trey Lance making his fifth start. In the last three years. I don't, I'm not saying he's not that good. It's just too many points. And I don't want to back. Usually if it's too many points, it means take the underdog. I don't want to back Seattle. It's a stay away. You've got to have discipline, Demonte. We got to find the games we are staying away from so we can find the games we want to bet. It's not complicated. Next. All right. The Giants favored by a two at home against the Panthers. Here's the deal on that. 
my initial inclination was this was one of my picks. I had Carolina plus two as one of my picks. And then the little, you know, one final review. I'm like, Nick, how much of this is you hoping your takes are right? Because that's a problem with me gambling sometimes. Sometimes I bet my takes. I bet with what I want to happen because it makes my life easier on television rather than cogent analysis. And while Carolina looked good in the fourth quarter and Baker looked good in the fourth quarter, they looked horrifyingly bad on offense the first three quarters. I don't think the Giants are very good. I think people are, the Giants looked as bad offensively in the first half as Carolina did. And in a situation like this, two bad teams, you know, I think Baker's better than Daniel Jones. The You usually would just say take the points. But it's not a lot of points. It's less than a field goal. I don't trust the Giants. I want to trust the Panthers. But I'm what I'm not going to allow this. I'm not going to allow that in the first two weeks of the season, two of my 10 picks are on Baker Mayfield and the Carolina Panthers. They haven't earned that yet. <laughs> So that's it was initially Carolina plus two was the bet, and now it's a stay away. All right, what's the last one in the category? Last one is Indy three and a half point road favorites against the Jags. Okay. So I know what a lot of people are thinking. Nick, you like the Jags. Yeah. Picked them to make the playoffs. Go ahead. Do you? I mean, go ahead. You need them to pull out seven wins this season. Yeah, I bet the over. The they thing. threw yep. away a really easy game in week one. So, you know, no love for your Jags at home. Okay, and they play Indy well. They knocked Indy out of the playoffs last year in the final week of the season. Yeah. They are catching points at home. And while I am high on the Jags, I'm also very high on the Colts, if you remember. Yeah. And the Colts played terribly for three quarters, rallied, and then in overtime took the, you know, ended up getting a tie. They rallied in the fourth quarter, didn't play well in overtime. I I feel if I was going to take a side in this game, I would take the Jags. But it's a stay away for me for the same reason that the Panthers are. Am I going to, the first two weeks of the season, each week use one of my five precious picks on a Jacksonville Jaguars team that has not earned the level of faith that I that I want to have in them? The answer is no. And so I think the smart side is Jacksonville plus three and a half. I think that is the smart side. But do I think it's in play? that Jonathan Taylor runs rough shot all over them? Sure. Absolutely. And so do I also think that it's in play that Indy is actually oddly the more desperate team, even though they got a tie in week one and Jacksonville had a close loss because Indy has real, not only playoffs, but maybe, you know, division championship aspirations. The Jacks probably don't have. I do. So my lean is Jacksonville plus three and a half. It is not strong enough given that they bit me last week and they should have covered that game, should have won that game outright. That sucked. I'm staying away from it. All right, there's the full stayaways. Now we're to the be carefuls. What's first? Be careful. We got the Steelers, the two-point home underdogs to the Patriots. Okay, this is a vintage be careful. And let me tell you why this is a vintage be careful. I'm going to read from our What's Right group chat yesterday or in the evening, okay? What oh, we Mac have... Mac Jones, a road favorite. Okay, so, yeah. Mac Jones, a road favorite. You said that. Uh, I also got this from... Let me find it real quick. 
from your guy, Vic. How the bleep are the Steelers underdogs at home to the Patriots? Matt then chimed in, injured Mac Jones. Vic then again, they could play the Patriots offense with 10 men on the field, and I'd still pick them to win. This is why we created the be careful category. No disrespect to Victor. No disrespect to Matt. They're not what I would call sharp betters. And the whole football world saw how awful New England looked in week one. They saw Pittsburgh beat Cincinnati in week one. And they're like, Pittsburgh's at home? And they're getting points? Oh, my God. Vegas has made a mistake. Oh, my goodness gracious. How could this happen? And then I'll tell you what's going to happen. It's going to be Sunday around 3.30 p.m. Eastern. And Mitch Trubisky is going to have had two turnovers and be trailing six points midway through the fourth quarter. And Matt and Vic are going to be saying, I don't, I, I, I'm down a touchdown. And I think I'm drawing dead here. I don't think I, I, I have put all my faith in Mitch Trubisky, a, a Steelers team that forced five Joe Burrow turnovers and still needed a missed extra, a blocked extra point, a bad snap, and a missed 30-yard field goal to win with their own 50-yard field goal at the gun. They needed five turnovers, a blocked extra point, a missed field goal to escape in the final play of overtime. Also a Steelers team. And while the Patriots got their ass kicked on Sunday, at least that game didn't go five quarters. The Steelers game went five quarters. So you might be saying, Nick, with all this, why are you not including the Patriots in your picks? Because I'll be damned if I'm betting Mac Jones as a road favorite. I'm not doing that either. <laughs> I'm just telling you guys, be careful out there, kids. Be careful. All right, next. That made a lot of sense. Denver is 10-point favorites at home against the Texans. All right. I challenge you to find one person in America that's betting the Texans. I challenge you. And that to be careful. If everyone in the world is going to be on Denver, which they will, because, oh, they have to win. It's a bounce back. They're going to be in all these teasers. Be careful. Nobody likes the Texans. The Texans melted down. They also played a five-quarter game. They're going to say, oh, Russ has something to prove and all that. And he very well might do it. Be careful doesn't mean necessarily that I have a strong inclination on one side of the bet. It simply means I know that the gambling public loves Denver. And if the gambling public loves it, I'm skeptical of it. Do I think Denver probably kicks the Texans' ass? I do. But I be careful out there, kids. No one's betting the Texans this week. It's always a dangerous spot. When you're getting ready for Sunday football, you put your bets in, you're scrolling Twitter, and you see Chad Millman tweet, 88% of the Action Network's handle is on Denver minus 10. You're like, oh boy, I'm in that 88%. All right, next. Oh, Buffalo is 10-point home favorites against the Titans. Every single thing I just said about Houston-Denver <laughs> applies to Tennessee-Buffalo. Everyone's on the Bills. Every single person thinks the Bills are a juggernaut. The Titans embarrassed themselves this week. It's at home. The Bills have an extra four days of rest. It's on Monday, so they even have a... They basically have a, a full, almost a full bye week between games. All of these reasons. Again, I'm not saying they're not going to blow them out. What I am saying is, no one is betting Tennessee. And the only people who are betting Tennessee are the Sharps 
Now, I'm not good enough to, to bet the Titans even getting 10 points against Buffalo after how Buffalo looked on Thursday. But be careful, folks. There are three games that Vegas knows the public is going to not have even action on. Buffalo minus 10, Denver minus 10, and Pittsburgh plus two. Be careful. All right, now to the perfectly priced. Perfectly priced. Chiefs are four-point favorites at home against the Chargers. All right, this game will have already happened by the time you see this this show. I think that's just right. You might say, Nick, you think the Chargers perfectly are almost... priced. Yeah, what's Chiefs your problem? Have, Chiefs at four-point favorites is perfectly priced. Yeah. So or if they were a six-point favorite, you would have taken the Chargers? Your beloved Chiefs. Uh, well, I don't bet against the Chiefs. Okay. It's a flaw so in my gambling. Them. I don't bet against the Chiefs. <laughs> okay. But it doesn't mean I always bet on them. The Chiefs at minus six, I would say the smart side is the Chargers. And here's why. The Chiefs don't have their kicker. I understand the Chargers don't have Keenan Allen, but the Chiefs don't have McDuffie, their first-round rookie uh, corner. But more importantly, the Chargers have played the Chiefs incredibly close over the last few years. The Chiefs won last year. They lost to them once and beat them the other time in overtime. They, they play them well. And so I think the Chiefs are a deserve to be greater than four-point favorites at home against every team in the league except the Chargers. Okay. I don't, I'm not saying the Chargers are the second-best team in football. I'm saying the Chargers play the Chiefs better than anybody. They are built to play the Chiefs. They've built that team smartly with the Chiefs in mind. I think Chiefs minus four is a perfect line. All right, next. All right. Well, that makes sense. The Bucks are two and a half. Oh, I'm sure. You got it? Yeah, the Bucks are two and a half point favorites on the road in New Orleans. All right, I think this line's exactly right. I think that New Orleans has played the Bucks incredibly tough since Brady's gotten there. I understand that. They've won three out of four. I also know that that, you know, some of those came with Drew Brees. They all came with Sean Payton. And New Orleans didn't look great this weekend. But you don't want to, if it were New Orleans plus three, that's an obvious New Orleans bet. That three, three and a half, certainly. At two and a half, I think the I think the odds makers got this exactly right. It's I don't I what do I expect? I expect the Bucs to win by about three points. And so I think the I think they got this exactly right. I don't think New Orleans is going to win the game, but I wouldn't be shocked if they did. I think the line's just right. We can move on. Next. All right. The Rams are 10.5-point favorites at home against the Falcons. Yeah, that's ex- I th- again, I think it's exactly right. I think the Rams, with the extra rest, after looking so terribly this past weekend, I think they are going to be up 14, 17 points throughout the majority of the second half, and there's the strong potential, as always, with Atlanta, for a backdoor cover to come get you. You're up by 17. All of a sudden, the Falcons score a garbage time touchdown. Marcus Mariota runs it in. Now they, they're winning by 10. Game over. Your 10 and a half doesn't cover. I think that's the exact right line. I expect the Rams to win easily, but I wouldn't bet either side of it. The five games I would bet are the Vikings at the Eagles, the Cardinals at Arizona. I'm sorry, the Cardinals at Arizona. The Cardinals at the Raiders. Cincinnati at Dallas. Chicago at Green Bay. And Miami at Baltimore. We'll give you our five picks and have our first winning week of the year next on What's Right. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. 
It's a game changer. With over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros, Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back. And their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. All right, welcome back in What's Right with Nick Wright, episode number 69 at week two NFL Gambling Show. So here are our five picks. We've told you the five games. Let's start with the first one. Demonze, what's the first game? And I'll give you my analysis. These are the five picks we are making. We are betting. We are two and three on the year. We are 1-0 in the locks. We are undefeated, still in Survivor. What is our first? What's the first game? Minnesota is two-point underdogs in Philadelphia. Love. Love Minnesota plus two. So here's the rationale. Philadelphia was very impressive offensively in week one. Defensively, real question marks letting Detroit push them around the way they did. Allowed a lot of scores. Letting Detroit score 35 points. Minnesota, on the other hand, I think can play offensively better than they did in week two, in week one. It was really just Justin Jefferson. Dalvin Cook might be able to run all over Philadelphia. It is the, I don't, you know, one of the weaknesses of doing this on, on Thursdays is we don't have the weather yet. A, a real good weather forecast for this game. However, and this is a Monday night game, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so we certainly don't have it. This is a Monday night game, correct? Yeah, it's the late Monday night game this weekend. Or on, But assuming there's not a weather disaster, I think Minnesota's going to score 28, 31 points. I don't think Minnesota has as good of a defense as it looked like in week one against Green Bay. but They have a far better defense than Detroit. Detroit's defense is a mess. I, as good as Philly looked, I was still left that game relatively unimpressed with Jalen Hurts' ability to throw the football. So he's going to get out and have some scrambles, and A.J. Brown's going to get his yards. But aside from A.J. Brown, there wasn't much there. And so I think Minnesota wins this game outright. I think this is a bad matchup for Philly. I think Philly also... It's weird to say this this early in the year, but I don't think they necessarily have a huge amount of urgency right now because of the Dak Prescott injury. I think Philadelphia, you know, they got some great news this week, which is that Dallas' season essentially ended. And I know Washington and the Commanders won, but Philly knows this is their division to be had even if they lose this game. I think Minnesota, I would, I would take Minnesota straight up. I'm certainly taking them plus two points. I like this is my probably my second favorite bet of the weekend is Minnesota 
plus two. What's next? Okay. Uh, Arizona is five and a half point road dogs and against Las Vegas or in Las Vegas. Yeah. Uh, Arizona plus the points. This to me is a no brainer. I'd love, I'd like it at six. If you are going to bet this g- wait, because if it, the line moves against you and it goes down to five, that doesn't cost you anything. There's between five and five and a half. It's almost negligible. There's between five and a half and six matters. So wait and see if it moves up to six. Uh, and then make the bet. But at five, even at five and a half, I like it a lot. So why? So Arizona right now, while you know I wasn't high on them going into the year, right. I don't think they're a playoff team. They are right now a little undervalued because the Chiefs embarrassed them. They so just bad. got destroyed. They just got destroyed. And yes, they're traveling. But the Phoenix to Las Vegas, they, they were at home, and now they're going short trip to Vegas. So the travel edge is negligible, if, if existing at all. And the Raiders, there's listen, I'm not a Cliff Kingsbury guy. I'm not going to say he has a coaching edge on anybody. But Josh McDaniel's first game with the Raiders wasn't exactly a clean operation. Derek Carr, had, I think, career high, tied his career high in interceptions, fumbled the ball late. There's, there's a lot not to like about what you saw from the Raiders. Now, do I expect the Raiders to win the game? I do. Do I expect them to win the game by a touchdown? I don't. Do I think this is a this is a game that comes down to the fourth quarter? Absolutely. Do I think this is a game that has lead changes in the fourth quarter? Possibly. Do I think this is a most likely a three or a four-point Raiders win? Yeah. So Arizona getting five and a half points is the right side of the bet. Arizona what Arizona and the Raiders are somewhat equivalent teams. So this line probably should be the Raiders by three. It is the Raiders by five and a half purely because Arizona looked so bad against the team that actually is the best team in football, the Chiefs. So you're getting two and a half free points of value there. Arizona plus the five and a half. Demonze's looking at me quizzic, you know, with a quizzical look. This is the tricky thing, even if, like, I, you were like, wait, so you think the Raiders are going to win, but you're picking the Cardinals? Those five and a half points are so valuable. If the, if the Raiders win by one, two, three, four, five, I win the bet. And there are a lot of, say, there's 21-20, 21-17, 27-24, 28-24. A lot of the, li- 27-23, I think I said that one already. There's a lot of the likely range of outcome scores fall in that exact window, I like Arizona plus the points. Next. Okay. So, actually, scrolled here. Yeah, you're uh, fine. We got Cincinnati is favored by seven in Dallas. Yeah, listen. Road underdogs, you always got to be careful. Or road favorites, you always got to be careful. But I don't know why this line isn't ten and a half. It's Cincinnati's the play. Dallas right now is the worst offense in football. Cincinnati scored 20 points in regulation in a game where they turned the ball over five times. Right. They, I understand they didn't deal well with TJ Watt, and so you might be like, they're not going to deal well with Micah Parsons. Maybe, or maybe they will simply double-team Micah Parsons every play of the game and say Dallas can't beat us otherwise. I actually want to put money in on this bet. I, I like this bet a lot. Cincinnati minus seven? Yeah. With Dallas starting Cooper Rush? 100%. Worst quarterback in the league right now. And all the only offense that didn't score a touchdown week one, and that was with Dak Prescott. Cincinnati 
is going to win this game by multiple scores. Yeah. And it is, I think there is an underreaction to how bad Cooper Rush is going to be. Okay. I think that people are not recognizing that Dallas, for all its warts, Dak Prescott's a good player. And the offense still, he couldn't deal with the bad offensive line and lack of receivers. With Gallup still hurt, Noah Amari Cooper this year, all of that. Now there's some Cooper Rush to do it. If, if they don't score a defensive touchdown, I do not see how Dallas gets more than 14 points. So can Cincinnati get 21? Of, they got 20 last week in a game with five turnovers against a better defense than Dallas is in Pittsburgh. So I don't love the five-quarter component. I don't love backing teams, especially teams that are traveling, that just played a not only an overtime game, but an overtime game that went down to the final moment. It's basically playing a five-quarter game. Right. I don't love that. Flip side, Dallas played Sunday night, so the rest is almost negligible. I think Cincinnati blows them out. Yeah, I, I am. I think that this is uh, Dallas is staring one and five in the face. Cooper Rush was an undrafted two-star player who has one career start. The offensive line is banged up. I Cincinnati minus seven. It goes against a lot of the rules. You road favorites of that much, but I love it anyway. Cincinnati my sevens to play next. All right, Green Bay is favored by ten at home against Chicago. Okay, this is this is the week that Rodgers reminds everybody when things are going well, he looks as good as any player in league history. So you think last week was a fluke? I don't think it was a fluke. I think I think there were some issues last week that show you why when things get a little harried in the playoffs, Rodgers hasn't come through. I think is the way he abandoned the rookie wide receiver. I think there were I think it, there were some parts of that game that are concerning long term for the Packers, but not this week. Pardon me against the against the Bears. Hey, Justin, every, Justin Fields completed eight passes. I know it was in a monsoon. Green Bay blows out Chicago. That's what they do. Chicago goes to Green Bay, and they get their asses kicked. And I think Rodgers, coming off an awful game, is going to try to run it up. Probably sent his receivers to training camp over the weekend. Yeah, I mean, this feels this honestly feels like 31 to 7, 30, 31 okay. to 10, 28 to 13, maybe. Like Green Bay, I it, laying 10 points is usually not the sharp side, but Green Bay. Chicago goes to Green Bay, and Chicago leaves getting blown out. That's what happens. The Bears have $60 million of dead money. They don't even have a full roster. The offensive line stinks. The receivers stink. The Packers are blowing them out. Next and last one. Uh, we got Baltimore is favored by three and a half at home against Miami. This is an insane line. Utterly insane. They're... Three, three and a half point. When I first saw this line, I thought Baltimore was on the road. I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Baltimore being just a three and a half point. I understand Ronnie Stanley's dinged up. The offensive line's dinged up. I get it. But Vegas or the general public has not caught up to how good Baltimore is. They Or they're way overvaluing Miami. I'm sorry. We're hyping up the Patriots a little bit too much, but yeah. I don't think anybody's hyping up. The no, Patriots they're right way now. over. Yeah, right. They're <laughs> overvaluing Miami's win against the Patriots, which, by the way, was not overly impressive. Right. They, they, I mean, 
They win by two scores, but one of the scores on a fumble six, the, the strip sack touchdown. Baltimore is a great team, particularly in the regular season. Baltimore should be at least six-point favorites at home against everyone in football but like five teams. To only be three-and-a-half-point favorites, I'm going to keep riding Baltimore until the market That's catches great. up to how good they are. So Baltimore minus three-and-a-half, I would... I would include this at Baltimore minus six and a half. I love the Ravens this week. So there are the five. I, I don't even, I, I, I could give more analysis on it, but Miami's not that good. Baltimore just had an easy victory. Lamar looked great throwing the football. The, the adjustment for Miami's defense going from Mac Jones that they're playing to Lamar Jackson is startling. <laughs> I the so Baltimore minus three and a half, Cincinnati minus seven, Green Bay minus ten, Arizona plus five and a half, Minnesota plus two. Those are the five picks of the week. Take quick break, come back, give you the lock, tell you if we have any teasers or parlays for the week, give you our survivor pick of the week, and Demonte's got an offer for me. That's all next as we wrap up the show. Warmer, sunnier days are approaching, so fuel up for them with Factors No Prep, No Mess Meals. Factor will help you meet your wellness goals just in time for summer, thanks to a vast menu of chef-crafted, never-frozen meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. These fresh meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Variety? They have that. Factor has 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Working on wellness goals? Factor has you covered with dietitian approved meals and ingredients you can trust. How do they taste? They're delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious, and delicious options. What about quality? Each Factor meal is restaurant quality with premium ingredients like filet mignon, blackened salmon, and shrimp. So start spending less time in the kitchen now because you don't have to shop, prep, cook, or clean up. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. What are you waiting for? Head to factormeals.com slash nickwright50 and use code nickwright50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code nickwright50 at factormeals.com slash nickwright50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. All right, welcome back in. Final segment. I just gave you my five picks of the week. If you're just joining us, which I don't think that actually ever happens in podcasts. I don't think anyone's like, oh, I'm just going to skip to the end. I think yeah. they're listening throughout. But the five <laughs> picks are Minnesota plus two, Arizona plus five and a half, Cincinnati minus seven, Green Bay minus 10, and Baltimore minus three and a half. Last week, the lock was Baltimore. This week, the lock is Baltimore. We're going to we call it the right move, evidently. That's my lock. I don't know why we're still using that picture of me. I'm overweight and bald, but that's fine. Doesn't matter. DeMonte looks great. I look terrible. That's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, the, listen, the public in Vegas aren't properly pricing the Ravens, and we're going to hammer them until they do. We are, this is, you, you, there is right now 
at a, a little area of value, and it's surrounding the greater DMV area of the country. <laughs> and we are we are swirling it. We're swirling around it. We're circling it, and we're we're seizing the advantage. We're taking the opportunity. Baltimore minus three and a half. You listen. I was asked if this week if we have any teasers or exotics or parlays. I don't. But what I would tell you is, and I'll look at it real quick. I am interested in an alternate line on Baltimore. Let me go ahead and click here. More wagers, alternate spread right now. Baltimore minus six and a half is plus 134. Or you can get Baltimore minus three and a half at minus 110. That's probably not enough value. You want to get real crazy? Baltimore minus nine and a half at plus 200. I don't hate that one. Okay. I don't hate that one, but I'm just going to, I'm not doing it this week. Once again, again, we're staying disciplined. We're, we got no teasers or parlays this week. We will at some point to this week. We have no teasers or parlays. Uh, we do have a survivor pick for you. Last week, the survivor pick was Baltimore. This week, the survivor pick is Green Bay. You might say you're going to use Green Bay this early. We are going to use Green Bay this early. There's not a game on their schedule that is going to be easier than their home game against the Bears coming off a loss. Survive in advance and survivor. Green Bay is our survivor pick this week. Demonze, you look like you're plotting something for me. Yeah, man. You have an offer for me, my friend? I got to do my hands like this when I'm giving an offer. Okay, go ahead. All right, so all seven-point underdogs to win outright. This picture is so funny. It's, go ahead. It's really good. Uh-huh. The Atlanta Falcons, Seattle Seahawks, Houston Texans, Chicago Bears, Tennessee Titans, and Dallas Cowboys will all win. This, okay, what does a hundred dollar bet pay? A hundred dollar pays three hundred and fifty five thousand on Fox Bet. They're about okay. So one hundred dollars to win three hundred fifty thousand. Three hundred fifty. I mean, the, the real number is yeah. three hundred fifty four thousand three hundred seventy three. But we're calling sure. three hundred fifty five. Um, do you have I'm taking it? Do you have a lighter on you? I don't. You don't. Good for you. Um, I, yeah. I was just gonna say, like, we could just light a hundred dollars on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Would that give you more enjoyment? It's the hey, worst man. bet I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Who's right. coming up with these? Uh, I'll come up can, with it. Hold on. <laughs> can I give you the alternate version of that? If you bet. Now, I don't recommend this bet either, but it's certainly better than what this doofus just suggested. All six touchdown favorites. Just to win. Parlay that. So the Rams, Niners, Broncos, Packers, Bills, Bengals, all to win. That's plus 250. Okay. So that's a hundred bucks to win $250. Now I don't think there's enough value. You're only getting two and a half to one on a six event, you know, six uncorrelated event thing. But that actually has a decent chance of coming through. Right. My guess is one team. Up, you know, there's one team that upsets somebody in that. So I wouldn't bet it. But the idea that we are going to have the other way. Marcus Mariota go on the road and beat Matt Stafford and the Rams. Geno Smith go on the road and beat the 49ers. Hey, man. Davis Mills go on the road to Mile High and beat Mr. Quite Limited Russell Wilson. Mr. Quite Limited. Justin Fields go on the road and beat. Aaron Rodgers, Ryan Tannehill go on the road and beat Josh Allen, and final piece, Cooper <laughs> Rush 
So beat the Bengals, and if the Bengals drop to 0-2, it is an impossibility. That's the only one in there that I've really got doubts on. The other ones, I feel The like other ones are happen. not happening, buddy. Okay. All right, you want to... This guy. It's just unbelievable. Um... I just want to. I will be betting again. This this Dallas Cowboys bet will be my first ever bet. Your first ever NFL bet? Yes, hundred percent. I've never made a bet on the NFL. Um, Okay, you're in there. So Dallas um, minus seven. So let me tell you something. Oh, I mean, sorry, Cincinnati minus seven. I said it wrong. My bad. Uh, yeah, and you got to get it in. That listen for that number line changes. You don't want it to be seven and a half. Yeah. Seven. There's big difference between seven and seven and a half. And my guess is that thing is going to start moving by kickoff. It might be eight and a half. People, no, nobody's betting the Cowboys there. I tell you that much. You might say Knicks, and then isn't that a stay away or a be careful? No, man. Not not when Cooper <laughs> Rush is involved. There are certain times in the NFL where you only have a singular opportunity to fade a quarterback. This might be Cooper Rush's grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> we might not see him again, so we're going to take advantage of it. All right. Great gambling show. Good luck to everyone. Gamble responsibly. We'll talk to you guys on Monday. Hey, thanks for watching. Smash or just lightly tap that subscribe button. It all works the same. To get more from the show and make sure you click. Why don't you want to mash the bell too, guys? Or just, you know, lightly tap the bell to get notified every time new content drops. Check out full episodes of What's Right wherever you get your podcasts or just hit the link in the description below.